Hi, everybody. Drake Hill here. This show is a sobering one dedicated to the victims of domestic violence, which include the mother of today's guest, Sheila Easley. Sheila was killed nearly 20 years ago. According to published reports, domestic abuse cases are up now that families are locked down because of COVID-19. My thoughts and prayers go out to those who can't get away. Now, Hare, how I grew it. I really enjoy talking about my mother. And um, it's funny that you use that word therapeutic because every time I speak of her and I use hair in the same sentence, it's that for me. It's therapy for me. Um, and like I said, looking back on a hair was really the foundation of our mother-daughter relationship. We spent so much time um, you know, she she taught me so much. She spent so much time teaching me and, you know, and she transitioned too. she had a permit at one point. I remember um, me watching her transition and caring for her hair. And then she grew it out super long and it was beautiful. And I wanted to be like my mother, right? Like every little girl. And so for me, it um, now that she has passed, I find pride in taking care of my hair. This is Hair, How I Grew It, a show where sisters talk about their hair-raising natural hair journeys. I'm host and producer, Drake Hill Burns. I've been sporting my natural for more than a decade, but the road to getting here wasn't easy. My story reflects the hair struggles sisters have faced since our enslaved ancestors were brought to America in the 1600s, and their African hair and identity were stripped away. As we commemorate the 400-year anniversary of that painful history, Hair, How I Grew It, features Black women from all walks of life who have chosen to wear their natural crowns in a culture that promotes straight hair. You know the saying, don't judge a book by its cover? Well, it applies to today's guest, Ashley Moore. A Georgia peach who now lives in Las Vegas, Nevada, Ashley is a cardiac clinical specialist with one of the top medical device companies in the world. Her job is to help electrophysiologists implant cardiac devices. She's also a natural hair enthusiast, lifestyle blogger, and my Delta Sigma Theta sorority sister. Looking at Ashley, you'd never guess this beautiful, bubbly, and outgoing chocolate sister who models part-time lost her mother to domestic violence. Ashley was just 12 at the time. Later in the show, she talks candidly about how that tragedy devastated her hair life. First, we talk hair texture. Hers is soft with wavy curls and a little kinky in the back. Living in a dry climate, Ashley doesn't have to worry about hair shrinkage. Oh my gosh, it's so freeing because, you know, I'm from Georgia, so I'm used to the big hair. I'm used to the humidity. So coming out here, it was such a huge transition. I've really had to learn how I've, I've had to relearn how to style my hair without, you know, products that um, have, I've been pumping more moisture in, doing more like homemade stuff, but man, it's, it's freeing. I got to tell you, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Ashley's hair stayed natural throughout her childhood. Mom took her to the salon to get it hot combed a few times. 
Ashley liked the different look, but hated the heat. I was having little scabs on my ears. My scalp felt sore when I would get it pressed. You know, it was, it's, for me, the pressing was, um, I, I did it because, you know, I wanted to for like those special occasions that my mom allowed me and it was something different, but that, it was uncomfortable. I was sweating. I remember sweating in the chair. Oh, it was, oh gosh, don't take me back. I was just kidding. I was just kidding. <laughs> Actually, you weren't kidding because I can go there too. I used to sweat through my t-shirt. Right? It was a nightmare. So hot combing, bad. But for the most part, Ashley's young hair memories are good. She looked forward to her weekly washing and braiding day with mom. You know, it was our bonding moment. She rarely missed a Sunday doing my hair. Um, you know, teaching me different techniques, showing me how to trim my own ends, you know, showing me the proper oils to put on my scalp. And some days she would even get, some Sunday she would even give me a choice, right? A choice between whether Ashley could have small or medium plaits. A plait is a type of braid. She really taught me to just love my hair and love the process of caring for it. And, um... So, yeah, I, I just, yeah, I get emotional when I talk about it because that's why I'm such an, you know, an, a natural hair enthusiast. And then on January 29th, 2001, everything changed. Mothers and daughters have a connection, right? And I remember that day like it was yesterday. I woke up and I told her that I had this feeling. You know, that I wouldn't see her again. And she was like, Ash, stop, you know, stop. You're being, you're being dramatic as usual. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I kept bringing that up and bringing that up. And around lunchtime, I just remember feeling just sick to my stomach, just like a rock was literally in my stomach. And my friends were like, just go see uh -huh. your mom. Because my mom worked on campus where I was in school, the military institution. And so it was easy for me to just walk to her office, you know, maybe during classes or whatever. But I couldn't get there that day. I had you know, some other classes that got in the way. And so when I got to her office at the end of the day, as I typically did, you know, at 3.30, I would walk to her office. She wasn't there. And I knew immediately something was wrong. Immediately. Because I had been, I had been, you know, off the whole day. I was off kilter the entire day. And so for me, it was a natural instinct to tell her receptionist, please call 911. And she's like, Ashley, you're overreacting. She didn't come back from lunch. She'll be back. I said, no, 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 please call 911, please. And so she's like, you don't even know if anything's wrong. So I pressured her into calling 911, which, which she did um, hear me out and trust me, and she called 911. Shortly after that, authorities found Ashley's mom strangled to death at home. The killer was her mother's ex-fiance. It was a huge case, and it was um, a very brutal case for middle Georgia, and it kind of, you know, shocked everybody and rocked that that particular um, area of Georgia because things like that just don't happen, you know, in small town Milledgeville. Milledgeville is an antebellum military town located about two hours south of Atlanta. Ashley's mother had two other children, a boy and a girl who were twins and are 10 years younger than Ashley. And it was their father, not Ashley's, who committed the murder. Because I was a witness to abuse before she passed, when they were actually still together, I did testify at the final trial, which um, thankfully put him in prison for the rest of his life. Today, Ashley fights for victims' rights as a domestic violence advocate. She completed the advocacy program last year in Las Vegas. 
You're listening to Hair, How I Grew It. I'm host and producer Drake Hill Burns. Today, I'm talking to Ashley Moore. She's a cardiac clinical specialist, natural hair enthusiast, and lifestyle blogger. More on her natural journey in a bit. First, Ashley tells us why her Bible has everything you need to know to grow your hair naturally. When you need help with your natural hair care, where do you turn for a reliable resource? Social media? YouTube hair vloggers? Celebrities? Your local natural hair care professional? Other natural friends? Whose advice is best? Look no further. My The Natural Hair Bible is the source for everything you need to know. I wrote it because I want my natural sisters to achieve their best head of hair and to feel confident while doing it. My Bible includes a historical look at the progression of natural hair in American culture, a natural hair glossary, and advice from top natural hair care professionals who have decades of natural hair care experience. So pick up the Natural Hair Bible. It's available today on Amazon. Also, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel, Lifestyle of More. No gimmicks, just the natural truth. Now, Back to the show. Without their mother, Ashley and her twin siblings stayed in Milledgeville and moved in with their aunt and grandmother. The next two years from like 12 to 14 are really a blur for me. I think that the trauma was was so strong um, for me that there are segments that I I truly don't really remember. I I don't know if I wasn't able to care for my hair, if I forgot it, if I was just so in shock, if I didn't want to do anything that reminded me of her. I don't know. I just know that I wasn't able to. Even though they meant well, Ashley's family members weren't able to either. And my aunt doesn't, you know, she didn't have any kids. (laughs) And her hair is thinner than mine. And my grandmother has a completely different texture of hair, like completely different in the twos. And so my hair, they didn't really know how to do my hair. So I had to kind of learn how to do my hair. When Ashley said in the twos regarding her grandmother's texture, she was referring to the Andre Walker typing system, which categorizes hair by type. According to the system, there are four types of hair. Type 1 is straight. Type 2, which is what Ashley was referring to, is wavy. Type 3, which is Ashley's type, is curly. Type 4, my type, is kinky. Hair care was now up to Ashley. Yes, her mom had taught her a lot, but Ashley said she was too immature to appreciate those early hair care lessons. So she did her best to figure it out because, frankly, she had to. Her school's strict uniform guidelines included neat hair above the collar. It was uh, predominantly white. There were only, what, 11 black people in my graduating class in 2007. Um, So just to give you an idea, so literally everybody in the school was white. So 
I actually, I like wearing my hair natural. It made me different. And honestly, my white friends really liked it. They were always saying, oh, Ashley, your hair is so cool. It's so curly. It's so this. The praise, unfortunately, didn't minimize the hair mistakes her classmates didn't see. As Ashley experimented with different products and washing techniques, she dealt with frequent hair loss and breakage. And then one day she had a big problem she couldn't hide. It was atrocious, Jaquille. It was a mess. Like, it was a mess. It had matted up in the center because I was wearing buns and ponytails every single day. And I was adding moisture, which, of course, right, was locking the hair. And so by the time I got to, like, it was, like, over the summer, sophomore, junior year, something like that, I was like, oh, my God, I could not. I literally couldn't break my hair apart in the middle, right, because I had been brushing it up. She brushed her curls up because buns and ponytails worked best with her cheerleading activities and school uniform, which included a hat. Desperate, Ashley turned to her mom's best friend, Valerie, who lived in the ATL. And she was all into, you know, makeup and hair and stuff. She was that type of person. Oh, so she she would know what to do. Yeah, she would know what to do. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) I was like, oh, let me call her. Let me call her. And sure enough, she said, oh, my God, I'm coming to get you this weekend. And I'm going to bring you up here to Atlanta, Roswell Road. There was a hair salon that used to be called Saya. And it was a huge natural hair salon. And that's where I met um, a guy named Nick, who's now a celebrity hairstylist, but he cut off all my hair to save it. It was so short. Let me tell you how short it was. I had a taper in the back. It was short, like straight and short. Wow. And it didn't even hit my chin. It took eight months for me to get a ponytail. Eight months. I counted it. Nick cut off a total of 18 inches that Ashley didn't let go. And we saved it in a bag. And I think I threw it away like five years ago, but this is <laughs> But I know it's weird. <laughs> Nick also relaxed her hair that day. Ashley never thought about getting a perm before, but she let him put one in because she thought it was the only way to maintain the hair she had left. When Ashley got home, she had to face her aunt and grandmother, who didn't know anything about the lock disaster or drastic cut. They were pissed. They were pissed. I'm talking about pissed. Okay. And I had to explain what happened. And then Valerie was like, no, I brought the hair back in the bag to show you guys, <laughs> like, what what happened. And then my aunt was like, oh, okay. Ashley, how could you let this happen? You have to know how to take care of your hair. You know, I got that whole thing. And I had no hair, so... You're listening to Hair, How I Grew It. I'm host and producer Drake Hill Burns. Back to Ashley after a short break. Ashley decided to stick with the perm. My hair was growing. It was shedding tons, but it was growing. So I was like, you know what, whatever, I'll just keep the relaxer. Like I'll get it in another, you know, five or six months. I'm not going to get it all the time, but I'll get it maybe like twice a year or something. You know, that's what I was thinking just to maintain it because I just, I just knew I couldn't do my hair. There's no way I, there's no way I could do my hair. You know, I just had it all cut off. 
because I didn't know what to do. So obviously I need this relaxer. That's how I was thinking. I was like, I'll just keep it. So you have the relaxer. So how were you washing it? Were mm-hmm. you, was your aunt taking, well, your mom's best friend taking you to Atlanta for him to wash it? I mean, how were you maintaining it? Because I know you said you were going to get the relaxer main- just a few times a year, but how were you yeah. maintaining it? It was so easy to maintain. I would just go to the local hairstylist in Milledgeville and she would press it for me because it had their, you know, it was relaxed. So nobody had to fight it like before, you know, the times where I had it pressed when I was natural growing up, you, I needed somebody who knew what they were doing. <laughs> but when it was relaxed and it was short and it was easy, you know, I was in and out in an hour because there was barely any hair and then it was so easy to maintain. Senior year, Ashley continued going to the local salon every few weeks. No more washing her hair on her own. After graduation, she attended Georgia State University in Atlanta, and Nick became her go-to stylist. So did you do any washing at all, or he was your guy every two weeks? I did do some washing because I was able to kind of blow dry it and straighten it myself, you know, because it was perm, so it was way easier. Um, But I was going to him, like, once a month, like, once a month, because I was a college student, so, you know, (laughs) couldn't go every two weeks. And then, you know, he started rebranding himself as a natural, as a true natural hairstylist. And one day I came in, he said, hey, you know, Ash, you don't really need this perm. I know what happened a few years ago when I first met you, but you don't really need this perm. So I can help you keep your hair straight if you want to wear it straight without the perm. And I said, all right, cool. And so that began the process of growing it out. Um, And he he first introduced that to me. You know, he's like, hey, you don't really need this. I know I put it in, but you're older now. You know, you got me now. Like, I can teach you some stuff. You don't really need the perm. And so that was it. I just started going to him to get it pressed after that. Pressed was also the name of Nick's salon. You know, I'd kind of forgotten, honestly, what my hair texture was, you know. I I had been living my little best straight hair life. And then, you know, before that, I was wearing it in ponytails and buns. So I never really manipulated, you know, my actual hair texture. And then before that, my mom did it every Sunday. So for me, I was like, huh. All right, cool. Yeah, let's see what's, you know, let's see what's going to grow out now. That was the end of Ashley's sophomore year. By the time she graduated, Nick had become a popular stylist in the ATL, and he asked her to be his hair model. He wanted my hair to be on his uh, website, and he's going to do a billboard and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. And I think I did you know, some first work for him in 2012, so I was still growing it out. So I was still wearing it straight. So he would straighten it and put different extensions and things like that in because he was also branding himself as kind of like a weaveologist. He would make his own clips, his own wigs and all that kind of stuff. In 2015 is when I did my first true natural look for him. And we did a twist out and I absolutely loved it. And I remember thinking, oh, my God, like, this is beautiful. Like, I can wear my hair like this. Like, this is how he did it. Oh, shoot, I can figure this out. Because I just watched him cornrow it, basically, but it was two-strand twisting. You know, I had never seen that in regards to natural hair being maintained that way or styled that way. I had never seen that. And he made it look so glamorous. And I was on, like, the front of his website with my twist out. I remember thinking it was so bomb, you know. And so after that, I started trying to recreate this twist out. Now, of course, his looked a lot better than mine. Mine took years 
years to get this actual two strand twist method right for my hair but he he put that inspiration in me that I was like oh my god this curly style is everything I remember thinking that and so um you know I kept doing hair modeling for him and I kept going to him to get my hair maintained and every now and then I would get it straightened all was well then I went to him one day after he got super huge right he had a lot of stylists working for him this was like his third or fourth um, salon and <clears throat> I had to have someone else do my um, my uh-huh. blowout that day um, who was in his salon and she damaged my hair. Ashley's natural curls were gone. At that point most of the all the perm was out. I was wearing I was trying to figure out how to wear my natural hair. You know I was I was experimenting with different styles and stuff. That particular day I went to the salon to get it straightened but it was natural you know and so when I washed it weeks later it was straight. Like the ends were straight. The front pieces were straight. It was a nightmare. I remember crying. I remember crying in the mirror like, oh my God, like I finally grew this perm out. I just grew this perm out. And my hair is so uneven, so dry, so straight. I don't know what to do. I go back to Nick like maybe a month later and I show him and he's like, okay, you're right. Um, You know, do you want to straighten it and stuff like that? But I didn't want to straighten it, you know? And so I stopped going to anybody <laughs> and I started learning how to two strand twist my hair. That and flexi rods helped bring Ashley's mane back to life. During this time of repair, she immersed herself in all things natural. I love natural supplements, natural vitamins, natural this, natural this. So I actually started reading up on some natural, just like supplement books. And I started reading about different oils and stuff that were good for our hair. You know, tea tree this and rosemary this and olive oil. I was like, huh? I was like, wait, wait, wait. (laughs) We can use that in our hair? Like, I don't have to go buy the, you know, Miss Jessie's $30 bottle or whatever. So... I was on YouTube and in these natural books looking for these natural vitamins and minerals to put on my hair. And so that's that's really where it just began. You know, I had my first YouTube channel in 2016. Um, and it was about hair. <laughs> and I was literally just recording myself, you know, during doing flexi rise sets and doing twist outs and all that. I had not perfected my twist out, even though I thought I had at the time. Um, it was all right. Ashley had fun sharing her natural hair trials and errors on the small screen until I was, you know, trying to transition and move in my professional life. So the YouTube channel wasn't really sustainable at that time. And I think I only posted like, you know, three or four videos and that was it. But I had enough people say, hey, Ash, like what happened to those videos? Hey, what do you do? You know, what are you doing to your hair? I have a lot of people at this point asking like, hey, your hair looks a lot different than what I remember a few years ago when you were wearing it straight. Um, so what's going on? So I started having more and more people ask me what my natural hair routine was. She answered those questions and more in her book, The Natural Hair Bible. I've been on the same hair routine for the last few years, and the majority of it is made in the kitchen. So um, that really inspired me to write the book and, you know, just really to educate women that, you know, we can we can go to Mother Earth and go back to our roots, literally and use natural supplements on our hair. So is it fair to say that you don't buy any of the um, store-bought over-the-counter products for hair? You make all of your hair products? I wouldn't say that. I do buy two. 
I do stand by two store-bought products and that's a leave-in conditioner because I don't make that. I don't really, I've never tried. I'm sure I could, but I've never tried. So a leave-in conditioner. Um, and then there's like a butter twisting thing that I like to use for my twist out. Stick around to hear Ashley's detailed hair care routine later in the show. The Natural Hair Bible, which is now available on Amazon, started years earlier as advice for people she knew back in college. It was an old 17-page document that I recovered on my Mac in 2017. These were notes, you know, that I had taken. Um, I was emailing my friends. You know, they would be asking me, hey, Ash, what do I need to do for detangling? Hey, Ash, I'm in Doha, you know, Qatar. What do I need to buy for what, you know, what, what can I make, you know, since I can't purchase the products over here? So they were literally notes that I was emailing off to my friends, and I just kept them. And it just happened to be 17 pages. I added like another 30 um, because once I read it, I was like, oh my God, and I've learned so much over the years, right? Like this is, this was me in the past, but me in the past was cool, but now mixed with the knowledge, the natural knowledge that I know now, I can really, you know, go into further detail with it. And that's what I did. So I spent the next few months really doing nothing but writing uh, about everything wrong that I've done with my hair and everything right too and what has worked. Have you done weave, wigs, and braids through your journey? No, no, and no. <laughs> so it's so funny that you asked that. Okay, so I, I just, you know, I got to keep it real here. So for whatever reason in my family, what my, you know, my aunts and my grandmothers wearing weave in our family was kind of taboo. Like you don't wear weave. Like we don't wear weave. She did wear them occasionally for modeling jobs with Nick, but she never had a weave in for more than a day. I just had braids for the first time for my 30th. What? Yeah, like last year. No, yeah, last fall when I went to Asia, um, I went to China and I got braids before because I was like, oh my God, I want to have braids. I want to try the braids. So that was my first time. And then about a month ago, I had braids again. So I've had braids So clearly twice. you like them. Um, and then the... <laughs> Oh, yeah, they were so okay. much fun. I'm going to get them again. <laughs> it seems to get out quarantine. <laughs> I love okay. them. Yes. Friends, family, coworkers, everyone gives Ashley's natural a thumbs up. Now, my aunt who helped raise me along with my grandmother, you know, she now comes to me for, for natural hair too. She's like, Ashley, how did you do da da da? Or oh, what do you use to condition? You know, so it's so cool having that type of communication with her now. Um, and my friends just, you know, they, they actually, we always talk about hair because they know I'm so passionate about it. And I can't not talk about it. Like, I can't not talk about it. So my friends, if they were on this call, they'd be like, Ashley's always telling me where my real hair. Ashley's always telling me where my real hair. So I love, like, pouring that back into people. I'm not saying people shouldn't wear weave. We, we have versatile hair. You know, we should be able to do whatever we want to. But we should feel equally as beautiful with wearing our natural hair. So, um, you know, I feel absolutely beautiful wearing my natural hair. In fact, when I have it straight, Man, I, I get an itch to, you know, put some water on it and have it revert back. I'm like, mm, I don't know if I look right, you know? <laughs> you do switch it up. You do get it blown out every once in a while? 
I do. I do. A lot more often than I used to. And I also model on the side too. So typically, so sometimes if I take a booking and they want my hair straight, you know, it's gotta be straight and it'll be straight for maybe a few weeks after that. Here's Ashley's weekly hair care routine. Saturday evening, she spritzes her hair with homemade fermented rice water. Ashley mixes a high-end conditioner like Kiracare or Shea Moisture Deep Conditioning Mask with a little apple cider vinegar, honey, and olive oil. She then applies the mixture throughout her hair from root to tip, covers her head with a plastic shower cap, and goes to sleep. Sunday morning, Ashley rinses out the deep conditioner with cold water. She mixes a few tablespoons of bentonite clay with apple cider vinegar to form a paste and applies the paste to her wet hair. She leaves it on for about two to three hours and rinses it out. Ashley then adds Trader Joe's Tea Tree Tingle Conditioner or a similar brand to her hair. She rinses that out and immediately applies oil, typically extra virgin coconut oil from a glass jar or argan oil. Ashley uses a t-shirt to wring her hair dry, spritzes on more rice water, and applies Main Choice 3-in-1 Leave-In Conditioner. She parts her hair into four sections, adds homemade flaxseed gel, and Main Choice It Doesn't Get Much Butter Than This throughout each section from root to tip. Yes, I did say butter. And then she flat twists each section. Ashley covers her hair with a silk scarf and lets it air dry. She untwists her hair the next morning and wears a twist out throughout the week. To keep the look fresh, every night before going to bed, she uses a silk scarf to wrap the twist out up in a high ponytail called a pineapple. Get Ashley's homemade rice water and flaxseed gel recipes on her website, lifestyleofmore.com. That's L-I-F-E. S-T-Y-L-E-O-F-M-O-O-R-E dot com. At the end of the interview, the natural hair enthusiast reflected on her hair journey that started with her mom. I didn't know what to do, Drakeel. I, I had no idea how to really maintain it. You know, I I remember the, the lessons that my mother taught me and stuff, but she did it. She always did it for me. She was showing me and talking to me and teaching me, but I never physically had to do it. And so, you know, learning how to physically do my hair throughout the years. And, um, and, and, you know, as we get older, our hair texture changes, right. You know, due to collagen and just aging and everything like that. So my hair has actually changed throughout the years. It used to be way, way, way curlier. And now it's, you know, like a looser, a looser wave. And, um, but you know, it is to the point where I have really just spent time with it and trained it. And when I say time with it, I mean, like it is in my schedule, you know, once a week, if I can't get to once a week, once every two weeks to really use, um, you know, some TLC on my hair. And I do not see it as an option. You know, I see brushing my teeth is not an option. You know, washing my face is not an option. And taking care of my natural hair is not an option for me. That's honestly how I see it. You know, it's a crown on our head. This is what grows out of my roots. So I must be, you know, meant to take care of it. (laughs) 
Thank you for listening to Hair, How I Grew It. I'm host and producer Drake Hill Burns. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. Follow Hair, How I Grew It on Instagram at KeepItNat. That's K-E-E-P-I-T-N-A-T. Tweet me at Hair, How I Grew It and tell me what you think of the show. Also, if you're a sister who wants to tell your natural hair story, tweet me. And who knows, I could be asking you how you grew it. Until next time, keep it natural. If you or someone you know is a victim of domestic violence, call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233. That's 1-800-799-7233. If it's not safe to call, get help at hotline.org. That's H-O-T-L-I-N-E dot org.